Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Good morning, running commentators. Good morning. As we run into the sound of the drill to start. Yeah, yeah, we want to get as close as possible. I kind of hope that this drill you can hear here slips up and goes into that car, which parks on the double yellow line every day. And just completely shakes off... Shakes off uh, um, parking tickets and everything. He must be one of the guys. Must be one of the guys working there. Anyway, that's one of the uh, advantages of a day's drilling. Get to park on the double yellow. Now, Paul, uh, no, no, it doesn't matter. You can't see the car. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, It's Paul, (laughs) but it's not their car. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to really do do your head in. I've already told Paul that I had eight. I've had eight cups of coffee this morning. Eight. A worrying prospect. Yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, Paul Tongson is back from Cuba. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go for a... It's also a beautiful day, isn't it? It's amazing. Spring yeah, it's is springing in N16, so we're going to do a little turn around the estate, and check out the parks and run about seven we're miles. we do a few parks. Let's cross. We're going to cross. Currently trying not to get run over in Newington Green. So, tell it, how, how was Cuba? Cuba was amazing. Yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, it was three days in Havana, yeah, and then it was seven days in uh, Varadero, which is like was an all-ink hotel, yeah, full of uh, well, loads of different people actually, but the, the all-ink was quite challenging, yeah, in terms of putting on weight and drinking booze. Putting on weight, I did drink some booze. I resisted it for the first night and didn't drink in Havana, but then you thought. Everyone else is getting absolutely slaughtered. Yeah, and you're on holiday. Right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I had a few tequila sunrises. Good. And it was good fun. It was. Hell of, I did some nice, some pretty nice running as well. Yeah, tell us about that. Here we are in Newington Green. Cuba's... Uh, I didn't run much in Havana because the fumes are so... The traffic. Yeah. Just that it's so... Have you ever been to Cuba? No. It's very run down. Because, of course, it had the embargo with the states and stuff and yeah, communism yeah. or whatever, economic sanctions and stuff. It's a mess, really. Yeah. 
It's beautiful, but it's a mess. It's full of old 50s cars. Everything stopped developing in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. And uh, So it's all that's good and bad about that. Yeah, so it's a bit of a, bit of a time warp. The people are great. Oh, let's do it's the good time fun. Warp again. Let's do that. It's just a jump to the left. And uh, ironically, step to the right. they do need a step to the right in yeah, Cuba. Yeah. And, uh, Unlike the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, good more drilling. Thanks very much. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the drill fest. Hey guys, could you like, could you could just you drill like, a bit louder? Shut up, just a minute, Jesus. What <laughs> right, about your reports up, W? And we. Uh, <laughs> so you can't run in Havana because it's just dangerous and traffic and fumey. Yeah. But when I went to, I did a bit of treadmill. Basically, I, I did while I was there. I was, it was a ten-day holiday. Yeah. I did four ten-mile runs. Yep. One ten k and a treadmill, and then two five k's. So it's not too bad. Not too bad. It's more than enough. The four tens were were really nice actually because it was like just straight out of the road, out of my uh, out of the hotel and back but it's sort of grassy verges yeah and now that kind of romance of the Cuban sunset and the kind of just the solitariness of it it was beautiful yeah, but yeah. it was just five miles out and back you know it yeah. was pretty it would have looked bleak if it hadn't felt so good we're just running down the middle of Peloton Road and the daffodils aren't up yet but you can see the it's going to happen it's about to happen probably by the end of this run yeah we'll come back well, why don't we go around twice and maybe they'll be up when we come past so, so it was nice to get a few solid runs because the uh, the, uh, the hotel was just chilling. There was not. We didn't do any like. There's no expeditions. There's no trips. Just we just back. chilled and k- kicked back and ate, ate loads and ran and uh, uh, some more drilling. Yeah. <laughs> All right, drillers. <laughs> Let's find some more drills. Uh, this road's closed. This party's over. Um, and how much uh, drinking did you do then once you started drinking? Not loads, to be honest. I mean, just just a few te- tequila sunrise a night. So, God, they'll, they'll have been quite watered down. Yeah. Oh, how did, oh, 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 ah, parking suspension. Oh, hazard. <laughs> <laughs> loads of hazards already this morning. Yeah. Urban hazards. Parking signs. Oh, this phone. Oh, see, look, he's gone into catch, that. He's going to catch you. That was well staged. We staged that nicely. There's probably a court case in there. Where there's blame, there's a claim. So, because I um, did some drinking in half term, just coming out of half term here in the UK. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, and uh, you know, we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago about the voices in your head. Right. Yes. I realise, and this might sound twisted, I don't think it is. I realise that I sometimes have that with drinking. Yes. You know, because I'll give up drinking and I don't want to drink. And I'm pretty good. I'm good at giving things up. Very strict. And then a moment will come. Like, I can't remember what day it was last week. I just thought, of course I'm going to have a drink. Yeah. It's yeah. not even a question. Yes. I don't feel guilty about it. I don't it, see it as a reversal of what I had planned. It's just the situation is not as I'd imagine. It would be criminal not to. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. It, it's, yeah. Not, it's not even a question. And it's the same thing. It's the big, clear voice in your head. The same one that says, he's literally the same one that's very strict with me, that says, is your knee hurting? Yes. Do you need to stop running? No. Carry on running and shut up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's definitely the same voice. So, in a way, it means I can trust it to be telling me the right thing, right? Right? As long as it's, I suppose, not telling you to drink at breakfast. <laughs> or well, every breakfast, day. Breakfast in the holidays. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, 
<laughs> I know. Oh my, I'm a crazy God. talk, isn't it? Oh my God. That's, that's another female I admire. Well, her daughter we just ran past is exactly the same age as my son, so I've known her uh, to say hello to since her um, uh, pre. Three birth classes. It's great, that, isn't it? Yeah. It's great when the kids open up to a big old social world. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Because uh, son, child number one is about to be 12. Nice. That's a big age. It is a big age. So, um... So, and what have you been... Uh, have you been doing much running? Yeah, I was really pleased with about 10 days, hasn't it? So, so, Tell so I heard that you'd run yeah. 80 miles while you're on holiday. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> oh, am 50. I exaggerating? Yeah. I can only apologise. Because <laughs> I'm just trying to earn a couple of miles a week. Yeah. But I'm really enjoying thinking about balancing what we've said about three-dimensional training, you know, uh, different things, different paces. Right. With my laissez-faire attitude to it, you know. Yeah. And uh, I had a good run of runs. Good. I did the... Uh, run I've told you about where I run from Islington to Primrose Hill. Right, and then and you do your little hill circuit. Then do a circuit and then run back. Yeah. And I just stepped it up. Oh, Thank stop, you very stop. much, good man. It's nice. Just crossing the road into Highbury Field. It really is gorgeous. Um, so, yeah, I did that. Yeah. But I, instead of going five times up Primrose Hill, I went six times up Primrose oh, Hill. like it. And then on the run back... To Islington, I just negative split it. I just made sure I did it faster on the way back. That's great, mate. It was really good. That's what you want. That's proper training. Yeah, and it felt good. Good for you. And then having found that pace, I went out and on a very cold day, which really helps, I did one of my usual seven-mile runs around here. Yeah. But I did it at pace. Okay. I did it all... You know, just at, at, at a good pace, not yeah, by yeah, yeah, yeah. But most pace, but I just yeah. stayed at speed. Yeah. Remembered what that speed right. on the way back from Primrose. So, oh, good. So, oh, good. Machine there. The day of I the drills. I honestly wanted to come out and find signs of spring, and the sign of spring <laughs> is that everyone's gone to work with drills. Yeah. <laughs> I did a bit more kind of steady, moderate pace running as opposed to my normal, very easy pace when I run longish distance. So I was running five miles out and then pushing it on the way back, just yeah, getting yeah. used to that. Just making your base pace a bit quicker. Yeah, exactly. Just your normal pace of running a bit quicker. I did notice, because last time we ran, we went out with uh, Joe Warner, I was sort of fighting the cold. Yeah. And I just noticed it, a few aches and pains, a little bit kind of chesty, and I realized, I felt the strength of that. I thought my run can just completely brush this off. Yeah. Specifically, it seems so clear at the time, but it just sounds like madness. Oh, look at these crocuses. I'm getting a picture of these. That's it. The crocuses on Highbury Field, of course. The lovely bit. The crocuses, crocuses are out. And, and a dog in the distance. Yeah, look. Evacuating his bells. Yeah, it's quite I mean, far away, so what it just more could, how, yeah. What more kind of spring image could have Nice to see. Dog spring. So, um... Yeah, uh, my chest was coughing and my thumb was aching because of my cold. Right. And I got my thumbs up to my chest and looked up ahead like like I'm doing now. Yes. And I found that I could run, yeah, kind of sub seven and a half minute miles. That's great. For a sustained period of time. Nice and easy. Yeah. yeah and then, uh, but I knew it as well. It's like you said, right. getting used to running with a bit of pace yeah. for a sustained period of time. And then, uh, and then I did a runner. I missed you so much. Yeah. That I ran up your way. Right, right. We the were going to in, Highgate. Yeah, in the uh, 
in half term we were going to see a friend in Finchley. Yes. So I yep. thought, well, I'll pull a 10 miler and they can go in the car, you know? Nice. And then looping up around, yeah, Highgate Woods and beyond. And that was really good because, of course, it's quite cross country out there. I mean, uh, it is, yeah, nothing to your, but you know, hills yeah, and yeah. mud. And, and then yeah, when I good. hit the pavement, it almost wasn't deliberate, but when I hit the pavement near where I was going, yeah, I thought, oh, I'm nearly there now. I'm a bit late. It's a downhill pavement. So I started speeding up. And then, like, the 10th mile of an 11 mile run, I did in like 7.15. That's great. Felt That's good, right? Yeah, definitely. And then, this is the. Uh, I see on that little cake. I tried out Hackney Marshes Park Run on Saturday. Yeah. Have you done that yet? No, but I've heard it's. I've heard it's one of the swifter ones. It is. It's very flat. Right. And it's nice because it's. Uh, it, it, there's not many repetitions. Yeah. I feel a little bit cruel saying this as you run my hybrid field, but you know. Yeah, yeah, because that does do your adding a bit. Yeah, the fact that you're running the lapo slightly nature. more than five laps. Yeah. Is a, is a pain. Whereas, you know, Hackney Marshes is really big. I mean, I was almost I was slightly disappointed that they don't just go all round it, but right. there's no path at one end. So is it a two-lap course? I know what, it's what a there-and-back course. Like it. So they run two-and-a-half-k round and back again, except there's building work. And I, even though I've never been before, I could feel everyone just kind of grinding the gears because in terms of it being a fast course as well, the worst thing about it is you literally have to, there's no, you don't go round anything or anything, you get to a point and you have to stop and go back in the opposite direction. So you, so you run back on the people that you're racing against? Yeah, yeah. I quite like that. It's good to see the faces, it's just the turn I don't like. Yeah, because you, uh, you get to see how far you're ahead of people. Yeah, yeah. And you get to either psych them out or be psyched out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But then, if you remember, there's that long tarmac track through the woods and Hackney Marshes. It's always longer than you think. It's, you think, oh yeah, track just goes through the woods here. Mm. It's about a mile. Yeah. And you go out along that and you come back. And with their um, current change of route, when you come back along it, you know, you're coming back towards the finish. Right. And uh, thinking, oh, I've still got a bit left to go, but everyone's kind of tiring, you know. Yeah. And now you've got a little, just before the finish line, you turn left over a bridge <laughs> and go there and back. You go really oh, long oh, way. No. That bit with people coming the other way is like, how far did they have to go down? Oh, it's a killer. It's very uh, demoralised. It's really good. And uh, yeah, I was getting some good pace there. Did a couple of uh, 6.45 miles. Nice. And I ran from. My house, so it was like three miles there, park run three miles back. So I'm doing lots of uh, That's great, running, man. then running fast. Then. That's great, yeah. Yeah, it feels, quite, it feels like quite, it's been quite a training session, really. So big thanks to both our families for enduring our absence with all that training on holiday. It's hey. finding the right time, isn't it? I mean, I went at kind of classic tea time when my, my wife and George would go to the gym and do something kids will be chilling out yeah quite a good time to go so what time did you clock on your hackney um well it wasn't that great i think the pace was good but um i'm making excuses here but it's funny i, was, I nearly missed it right so i came running to the start yeah and there's it's a big one there's a couple of hundred people there right and i saw them all lined up for the finish line so i politely went to the back filed forward a little bit yeah and then when they started it Shuffling. I just realised how competitive I was because there'll be people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We just walk down to the line and get going. And I was going, oh, um, um, oh, uh, oh, goodness. <laughs> no, and it was you made mistakes. You've got to get near the front. It absolutely killed my uh, 
yeah. time, but it was really good for my run. Yeah. Because once the space started opening up, you won't for it. I started overtaking, and once you start overtaking, it's great. It gets really you become more-ish. very aware of. Yeah, exactly. You don't ever want to stop overtaking. No. That's so, a real lesson to think for the marathon, isn't it? If you can, it's so valuable to. So I've been getting that a bit in the. Uh, I had a bit in the Watford half. Yeah. It sort of get. <laughs> Really running hours from about seven to to eleven miles. Really going for it. Yeah, and it's just nice. Yeah, I think if you can if you can get in that overtaking mode. Because yeah, the yeah. last mile of any race, they're going to pull you through, aren't they? Yeah, that's you're going to be okay. Yeah, and but I it's also that think section before the end. Counter to that, and yet also concurrent to that, I'm much happier these days that I haven't really got a finish. Yeah. So some guy, I mean, I've got enough. I know how to access what I've got. Yeah. But I think the difference between me really going for it at the finish line and just carrying on running is almost negligible, you know. Right. So when guys in that last 500 yards who I've overtaken, like, overtake me back, I'm like, well... I'm not that bothered. Like, well, a, I'm not that bothered because, B, there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't got it, you know. I'm closer to the red all the time than they are. Yes, yeah. So that's not a problem. But like you say, so much of this is about accessing pace late on yeah and that thing of overtaking people it's a really good balancing act because it starts from uh, finding your can you just uh, say a line from uh, Fordings and a Funeral is it raining I hadn't noticed is it raining I hadn't noticed yeah it's like Andy McDowell's right here <laughs> <laughs> great film <laughs> right by his house there you see um, went to see some uh, his friend the other day and I See, I can't stand these Hugh Grant rom-coms, and I just said, what? I'm going to have to stop you right there. <laughs> Not having it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, it's all about being able to, that fine kind of pace, not, not sprinting, but going pretty fast, and accessing that once when you're already knackered. Yes, yeah. When you've done five miles or ten miles or yeah, two yeah, miles. Yeah. And it's so psychologically... <laughs> it is draining to be overtaken you know when you're in that state yeah yeah it's kind of disproportionately draining isn't it you can yeah. feel that it feels like a personal you, you can feel it ebb against you a little bit you know yeah yeah well it sounds like you've been getting into doing a fair bit of good good quality running mate I've been really enjoying it and it kind yeah. of you, you start to find a shape with it you know we come up now on this on the uh, bath half yeah. Less than uh, three weeks away now. Yes. So an element of taper is involved. It's nice to have it in uh, in the schedule towards London. Yeah. And for me, visualising that kind of 13.1 at pace, Yeah. it's fitting into my training, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did yeah. a seven at pace the other day. I did that nine with a park run in it the other day. Yeah. I'm planning to do a 10... Uh, as you know, kind of as fast as I can. Yeah, right. Early next week. Right. And then after that, that bath half will be my next fast run. Yeah. So you know, it just uh, it just sits. I'm going to take a picture of these guys in the arse sign. Arse null, but I cut the null out. It's quite a good look. And it's a good duck. <laughs> and it's a good. Uh, <laughs> Get him. E. It's just a good. Uh, Indicator of how of what to aim for in London, isn't it? The yes, path. yeah, absolutely. So you can get older, and it's a nice moment as well. It's that it's 
spring thing, all the runs have started. You know, all these people talking to a lot of people online yesterday about all the... You know, the season has begun, hasn't it? There yes, was a, yeah. A Bramley 20, a couple of people did yesterday. Hampton Court half. Yeah, yeah, Hampton Court half sounded really nice. Yeah, it did. I think yeah. the weather was like this. Um, and then people doing huge training runs for all the marathons that are coming up, you know, before yeah. London in, in the kind of from the end of March, beginning of April. It's a very exciting time. Yeah, I mean, the big sort of, the big mileage weeks for people serious about doing well in London start around now, don't Yeah, yeah. You're about, we're about eight weeks away, aren't we? How many miles a week are you on now? I mean, how many miles a week do you want to be on? I don't know. About 50. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I didn't make it on holiday, but about 50 and then a bit more in the next sort of six weeks if I can, within yeah. reason. Yeah. But it's a long run, isn't it? It's trying to get four, four or five long runs. Absolutely. At about 20. Yeah. You know, so, but it's not easy. No. Because they they're pretty tiring. They tire you out, that's right. <laughs> they're really tiring. I feel like I'm really, it's a dangerous business, but I'm really pushing against my aches and injuries without taxing them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So basically, yeah. training up, for example, my uh, shonky knee right. to uh, be a bit stronger, you know. Right. But without going without that far, that I'm like, oh, leave it alone, you know. Yeah. It's a fine line. It really is, yeah. It's interesting talking to to Joe about that, that in bodybuilding, bodybuilding isn't really the phrase, isn't it? But like muscle fitness, um, that sense of quality training is really important. That awareness that training too much is, is going to work against you, you know? Yeah. As, as soon as you've done the training that's useful, you've got to leave it. But we really want to get in that training that's useful. You want to get in, yeah. I think with me and you it's interesting because I think we genuinely, without competition, to be at our, the fitness we want to be for the marathon, you need to be and are able to be running further than me. You yes. know, our miles per week are quite dramatically different. And yeah, at yeah, this yeah. stage, I'm not worried about that. No, that's fine. Because yours will give you the pace and distance. And if I did that many, I'd kill my legs. Yeah. And, and vice versa, you know. Yeah, you've got to, uh, you've got to get your sleep in as well, haven't you? Yeah. How's the uh, jet lag working out for you now? Left here into Gillespie Gardens. It's nice to be out running, but it's... It's a bit weird. It's more hard for the kids because we got home yesterday. Yeah. And then it's like we've got to stay up today. Yeah. And get an early night and get a good night's sleep. But of course they are. They just fell asleep in the afternoon because they're so exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And it's more the torture of, I use that term loosely, of getting back from the airport home. So you land at half nine, knackered. Yeah. And then you eventually get home. Gatwick Express doesn't run on a Sunday. Uh. Got to go London Bridge, London Bridge Archway. Waiting for a taxi for ages, loads of... Oh, that's we got him about half, twelve, one o'clock. And you're just tired out. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. horrible, isn't it? Because you do set yourself up for the end of that plane journey. Yeah. And when it happens, you're so far from home. Yeah. As the squirrel run up the fence underneath the whizzing, whizzing, whizzing wind foot turbine. Training for a spring marathon. Yeah. Doing well there, a bit of Don't intervals. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I just got out of sight before I got a picture. Oh, well. But, you know, the... <laughs> The options when you land at Heathrow or Gatwick, I mean, an Uber for five, so expensive from there, isn't it? So you go, you do your public transport, yep. which is fine, yep. but you're just knackered and moody and hungry and grouchy and hot. Yes. <laughs> and talking of that, do you think that um, we should do a sequel to our uh, three-part 20-mile run? 
Some of these people doing long training runs have yeah. been getting in touch and saying they want us to go longer. It's very kind of you listeners. I think we should, yeah. We go pretty long anyway. Yeah, I think we should do a couple of long runs together, yeah. I'm working up a, yeah, a nice kind of east round the rivers 20 course, so right. we should do that and break it up. No, that yeah. If we're fit enough, we'll find that we don't completely uh, crash around. Oh, the, just take some water. Yeah, yeah. take some water. But do it by the rivers and the, and the reed beds and stuff. And if you get in a panic like you did, you can just drop to your face and just suck from the ponds like, like <laughs> yeah. in a western. Throw myself in the river. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say, there's a shop 150 yards that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, we should do one. We should do a long run together. Absolutely. It's easier in company. It's just good here, isn't it? It's nice to... Um, I often run along here with headphones. You get more out of it when you can hear the trains and things. And the spinning wind turbine. So this is a sort of back route running to Finsbury Park. Yeah, it's it? Gillespie Ecology Park, and yeah, we've just gone to a bit that's just really squeezed in between the railway and these houses, but it's still it's a nice it's bit of track. It's a lovely bit of track, lovely uh, texture, nice texture. Here we go. This is almost perfect, sort of underfoot for me, really soft, yeah. a little bit gravelly, almost a trail. <laughs> So how's your, is your knee all right then or what? Yeah, I, I tell you, I said it before and I, I sort of knocking myself, but I genuinely think that as long as I can lay off the driving, right? The, it's used to, it aches after I run, but it's right. not, it's just, uh, it's just complaining, you know what I mean? It's complaining because I used it. There's no, it's chronic, not acute. Right. I've got myself an ITB roller now at last. I don't what, really what, use it. One of those foam roller things, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's just knobbly okay. kind of okay. foot and a half of... And you, it, it, it works a treat. It yeah. is just a home massage, you know. Right. You, if you've got to use it right, obviously. But it's that thing. If you've got a specific, I've really got ache, old one of those, actually. particularly around the uh, back of your thighs or whatever. Yeah. You, you just got to use your own weight to, to bear down that, you know. Right. So say it's behind your knee on the side of your thigh. You anger yourself on top of that and roll yourself back and forth a little bit. And it's exactly the same as a good sports masseur having a go at it. You know, it just it really hurts in a really healthy feeling way. It draws out the pain and then your muscles don't hurt anymore. Do you think, it the, works do you think it's like Uber to the black cabs? Do you think the masseurs are going these, these foam rubber <laughs> absolute nonsense doing these, out of business? Take these those. new knobbly foam rubbers. Yeah, I mean it's not like quite a masseur. Taking yourself to the living floor and manhandling yourself backwards and forwards yeah. isn't quite the same as getting a nice massage. But then also, I wanted one for ages, and you're saying, oh, I should get one. You realise you don't need it that often. Right. It's only when your muscles swear up. And also... How much it, are they? I you think you get them online so for about 15 quid. Right, so not, it's not... No, a, it's don't not break a the bank. Bang breaker. And also, it doesn't have to be huge. You can get these right. massive ones. Right. And uh, I don't know what you do with those, really. Because you only you massage you don't massage your whole body, do you? you massage right. a muscle, You're just little bits, yeah. But um, and it works. I, I, I say I've had it. I swear by it. Mm. But equally, I've only got it out for a few minutes, a couple of times since I've had it. Right. You think, oh, that's hurting. You give it a roll, feels better. All done. You get those people who uh, carry baseballs around with them and, and kind of constantly needing their hips. Yeah, I think it's the same. It's the same principle. Right. The great thing about the ITB roll is. It's one, it's knobbly, so it really it's like someone getting their knuckles in, which you can't do with a tennis ball. Right. And uh, two, like I say, you use your own weight on it. Yeah. So it's easy enough to roll your foot around on a tennis ball, but you can't kind of get down and roll your whole body around on one. So it, it basically, it's 
takes that ball factor and ups the pressure. Right. And I'm sure you have to be careful and you don't want to hurt yourself and stuff, but uh, equally, I'm sure there's plenty of people out there who go, yeah, fantastic. Because it really is. So I'm feeling good. But drinking, as we said, <laughs> and uh, eating as well. Eat what? Yes. Because the other thing I've been doing is a fair amount of... You've been eating? Been eating every <laughs> day. <laughs> Several times Rob. a day. Rob. Sorry. I don't know if you heard all the background there, but we just came through Finsley Park Interchange, which is pretty rough. Coming into Finsley Park, which is pretty nice. Lovely place to live. I mean, visit. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of eating going on at the All Inc. A lot of really large yeah. North American Canadian types. Yeah. Maybe you might suggest I'm eating too much. What? The plates at breakfast. Yeah, yeah. You can just have whatever you want. You yeah, can eat as healthily, healthily as you want. Or as unhealthily as you want. Yeah. It's all there. Yeah. you got blokes making your omelettes. you got got blokes that fry your fresh, fresh fish. Yeah. Fresh so the food's fish. actually okay. Yeah. But my goodness, some of the food, some of the plates getting piled up. <laughs> there we are in Princey Park. Um, no, I found that in uh, Dubai having too much. It's just a very real risk. Being vegan didn't help at all. It just meant that... I think ultimately the vegan thing, I have assumed yeah. that it'd be easier to keep my weight down. But it isn't. If you eat as much as I do, you can be fat on any so You just eat loads of veg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And sometimes good, like good fats and stuff, you know. Right. Avocados. Yeah. They're so wonderful. But um, the other thing is recognising that I kind of like it. You know, I'm doing quite a lot of... Um, body work yeah and getting hungry and thinking good I'm hungry I'm going to eat a load of food and basically I'm chunking up instead of dropping pounds right and I want to drop pounds because it's for a run but I'm chunking up muscle yeah I'm not getting fat I'm getting big and that can help you yeah and it feels nice yeah so I just need to recognise what I need right now let's go straight across this grass talking of nice surfaces so, yeah, I had to admit to myself, basically, that I was kind of loving it. <laughs> you really <laughs> like food. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's healthy I food, and it's making, you know, you, you kind of got this you in feel, You do feel the difference. Yeah, and when you feel that it's not coming off negative like you imagined. You know, it's the same as when you're not drinking, because it's kind of evil. And you have a drink, and it's really nice. And like, yeah. Why was I not doing this? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... Uh, yeah. Well, I think I've kind of broken my pack with booze. Like yesterday, I didn't booze, and I normally would do on a Sunday, just go back from holiday. Yeah. So I think it's just special occasions. It feels churlish not to. Yeah, I think drinking on holiday feels is a, a little thing. bit churlish. I mean, I think drinking is a holiday. Yes. Yeah, so if you combine it with a holiday. Yeah. Because I thought that after Christmas. Ooh. Just, um... Drinking all the time at Christmas and then didn't. And then at the end of January when I did, I was like, hey, mate, it's not Christmas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's fair enough because it's like you said, you didn't have any Wi-Fi on holiday. It's not like you'd want to be without Wi-Fi every day. But, my goodness, it felt good, though. But it's a great to take holiday. Right? It felt good because you just couldn't have it. So, yeah, so you're not just denying yourself. No, it just felt just that thing of not waking up and... Checking stuff straight away. Yeah. Taking away that mania. And then you realise how we quickly you slip into it. Yeah. 
and how unsustainable, nutritional it is for your brain, you know. Yeah. How agitating it is. Oh, absolutely. But, you know. but Social equally, media, how to resist. Like the food and drink, to deny yourself it completely is kind of missing the point. It's like punishment. These things ultimately used. Uh, yeah. And the quest of life, the great challenge, is moderation. Yeah. So, so ideally you want to be drinking whilst eating, like eating loads on social media. Yeah, exactly. That's. I like to Facebook <laughs> yeah. buy a buffet yeah. whilst uh, until oh. I can't see. An all-in buffet whilst googling, <laughs> boozing wine. Just to clarify, he means all-inclusive. Yeah. Took me a while. Yeah, the all-in. Yeah, I thought for a minute it was to do with print. Uh, oh, of wild dogs. I'm not going to bark at these ones because no. they'll be attracted. They're off lead. <laughs> so, so I took, there's a there's a run in uh, Victoria Park in April. Oh yeah, which I one? Should get on it. Okay, it's April the fifth. I'll have a look at it. I think it's a five mile around Victoria Park. Yeah, that'll be a nice kind of pre-London. Yeah, that sounds stretch good. Stretch out, get a bit quick, you know. Yeah. I've got a weekend in there. Uh, we need to find out when we're going to other places. Yeah. Because uh, got weekends coming up in good cities. Cardiff, Birmingham, Manchester. All right. And, you know, potential for long runs in all these places. Yeah, we'll have a look at the diet. So if we... See if we can get, get some adventures on. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, park run warning. Uh, oh, but then before we get to it, can I just say... Yeah. The other thing I admitted to myself while you are away. I've said it before, but... I'm going to say it outright. Nine o'clock on a Saturday morning. Too early. For it's you. too early for me. Yeah. There's so much, so much working against that. It's not just being a comedian. Yeah, you know, any day of the week, getting out for a run at nine instead of getting out at half ten is, is, is a paradigm shift for my biology, you know? It's a bit fresh, yeah. Half yeah. ten, I want to go. Nine o'clock, my body's going, oh, how are you doing? Run to a toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I can't I change that. I quite... Uh, I quite like it because it's done earlier, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I'm not, this is all me. Yeah, once you know, it's, it's done, it's, it's done. Yeah, the reason I've got an issue with it is, is because I, we, in principle and in practice, deeply approve of parkrun. So I just had to admit to myself that I've got a bit of a problem with it. Um, well, interestingly, if you said run to the toilet, I definitely need a car seat near a park run. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I got up so early on Saturday <laughs> and, and went do straight have, away. Is, do they have a cow's at Hackney? Yeah, it's next to that nice oh, well, big new fine. building by there. Oh, well, that's fine. Yeah, good, eh? Although I wouldn't have been of any use to me because I was nearly late for the run because of having a very similar need, but when it was time to leave the house. Right. <laughs> a park run without a cow's is like a something without finish a, this metaphor. It's like a something without a need something else. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You can see why you're right for a living. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm just going off along the edge of Finsley Park here. We're about to get to the to the muddy bit by the canal. Do we need to detour it? We're going to take it on. Let's take it on, mate. It's yeah. pretty slippery. I was yeah, there the other day. It is slippery. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's take it on. Ha <laughs> ha. So it seems we'll like you were doing a lot of admitting things to yourself when I was away. Right? Oh yeah. Well, I didn't you admitted have, you liked food and eating. I didn't have anyone to confess to. <laughs> So I'm going to go to um, Cannon Hill Park Run. That's um, meant to be another Swifty. Yeah, really good. On yeah. the uh, right at the beginning of March, whatever that Saturday is. Right. And I'll see you there. But I say this 
you know, unless I don't. Yeah, unless because it's too early for you. Exactly. Yeah. Because this one, on, I think the only reason I made it to Hattie Marshes is because I didn't have a gig on Friday night. Yeah, it's great when you don't have a gig on Friday night for getting up the next day. Yeah, I suppose that's why normal people don't have these yeah, issues. Yeah, they don't have a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. And equally, the idea of a training run on the Saturday is great. Like you say, you're fitting it in. It's all over and done with. My little Primrose Hill training run fits in the time when my daughter's doing a drama. And it, it's, it's perfect. It's yeah. great. So, oh. yeah, we have to do that. I'm going to take oh. you on that one. It's nice when you go and run up and down Primrose Hill lots of times because there's always other people doing it. Right. And you gradually... Uh, I like, I like a hill rep Yeah, session. yeah. You, you either clock them or you don't and you're aware of them and that's funny. And you're either going faster than them or slower than them. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. You suddenly realise that there's runners of every stripe on the same page as you. Like you do at a park run or a marathon, you know. But it's it, great. It's not too... Uh, this is nice. On the new river path... We might You're see rats right. and addicts, but it's a nice place to be in spring. It's not too steep either, Primrose Hill, is it? No, no. It's a kind of... It's, it, it, it's sharpish. That's why you have to do reps. You're basically trying to put yourself into... Uh, like you're going up a longer hill. Yeah. You know, a long, steady hill, not a, not a short, sharp climb. I like to imagine... Trying to imagine the hill I'm running up the equivalent of if I tie them all together. Yeah. Because those are the hill runs you want to do. Those are the hill runs I missed from Cyprus. The you set off up the hill yes. and you can't, you can't complain to yourself it, yeah. about how far it's going to be because yeah. it's going to be far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because I did Watford half the other week. Yeah. And it had some real long hill up stretches. <laughs> but it had a lot of gradual downhills. Yeah. I wonder what you gain more from whether you gain more from the downhills than you lose on the uphills because yeah. really York's a bit like that isn't it yes yes the marathon there's some yeah yeah those are longer because you can really get into a kind of smooth pace but running quicker than you normally would yes you do gain a lot from those and psychologically a long gentle many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hill is good as well just for staying with yourself. Yeah. But equally, how about you? But in York in particular, I enjoyed 
recognising my own weight and not having a problem with it. Right. So pacing myself on the hill, these guys would just hammer up and overtake me. Yeah. And then I'd just overtake them again on the way down. Yeah. And those guys later on, I would overtake, uh, in, you know, permanently. Right. Because, because I they were like giving in too much. Yeah. You've yeah, got yeah. to pace yourself. Yeah. And um, muddy there. Could you hear that? Nice bit of squelch. <laughs> um... But I think it's, the funny thing with downhills is that when you're warmed up and you're going strong, it can really feel like the exactly the same as freewheeling on a bike. Yes. Sorry, yes. Look, at these, look at these geese. Yeah, you can do, yeah. Look at that. That's excellent. They're really giving us a look. Come I wonder on. whether they've run into the hay, into the, uh, hay canal lot. They look like a major crew, don't they? Yeah, they, 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 they've had words with those swans. These Canada geese. Finsbury Park crew. A couple of runners there. Yeah. What's of that about? That's yeah. my Canadian accent. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really work. Um, yeah, I remember the big one is uh, down the back of Salisbury Crags in Edinburgh. Just flying down that. And Amazing. just feeling like you've got the feet off the pedals. Yeah. But if it's the wrong gradient or you're the wrong amount of tiredness, it's like a joke. Yeah. Because, of course, you're still running. Yes. There's still effort going in. And it can be really hard work running downhills. You can yeah. really feel it in your quads, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't want to run around a steep hill. That one down, the one right at the end of the Great North Run. I've never done Great North Run. <laughs> right. Well, I've just got a gig um, in the northeast the night before. I so I'm really it, thinking about doing it this oh, year. I should do it. And it'll be a nice uh, warm-up in, in the run to New York. So, yeah, we should definitely do it. Let me have a look. I mean, it's the... such an event. Yeah. It really is. So... Uh, I haven't That's got a place yet, but I'm looking into it. Let me have a look at it. That's October, isn't it? Uh, uh, is it a little earlier than that, actually? Right. I, think. I think it's the around the 9th of September, something like that. Okay, let me have a look at that. So I want to do that and the Royal Parks, and that is in October. Yeah. On the same day right. as Yorkshire. So it's, it's one or two other. It's one or two other. It's one or two other. You can run a soft southern half. Or a Yorkshire full... It's flat. Full breakfast flat, flat as far as we're concerned. They've also got the Yorkshire 10 miles in with a marathon, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And we're doing that Richmond 10, that'll be good. Yeah. Can't beat a bit of Richmond. Got to get out there. It's good to have some races here. Inter- good to have some racism. Yeah. <laughs> and we've yeah. got that like, racism. I miss race, it, you we? don't get nearly enough yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got <laughs> the all- these days. Then we've got the all white 10. That'll be good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, that's made me really happy. The, the Brexit beacon, 20, 20 kilometres. <laughs> the, um, I really enjoyed, and this was, <laughs> I was going to say this and now in context it sounds like I'm thinking something completely different. But anyway, I was thinking this earlier on, so don't draw. Look at that, Mark, look at that, mind yourself. I fell over here once. You see, you fall over reasonably often running, don't you? I mean, yeah, every, every I fall now and again. Yeah. I fell over twice on a long marathon training run for my first marathon along this stretch here. Right. And those are the only two times I've ever fallen over. Wow. So I've got a little bit of mud fear, I'll be honest. Yeah. You were going to say something you've been thinking of earlier. Oh, yeah, season. yeah. Um, it's really interesting that the uh, Hackney Marshes um, demographic felt different to the Highbury Fields demographic. In what way? That's a wonderful thing about park runs. And you never know if you're imagining it or not, but they were very, they felt quite hackney. It felt more kind of hipster. Right. And yeah, it felt more, like it was more couples beards. rather than families. Was it more beards? They were, not so much, but those kind of people, yeah. Right. And some individualism, like slightly more deeply expressed. Sort There's of a weird, guy weird with outfits, yeah, weird running outfits. Very long curly hair, go with bare feet, you know. 
There's a guy with bare feet. Yeah, yeah. Which, in February, in Hackney, is both uncomfortable yeah. and unwise, I would say. Right, we can do this. Here we go. Yeah. Running in between a bus and a big green van. Oh, 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 nearly don't went for go, Don't go. <laughs> now go. <laughs> it's going to be funny the day when running commentary just comes to a sudden ends with it. With <laughs> I've gone for it. Paul! With a crunch. <laughs> It'll all go quiet and then Steve will come to London <laughs> and retrace a few steps and go here and he'll pick a couple of recorders here out of the end of So what was, the, was the quality quite sharp at the top end then? Of, of oh yeah, I mean I think that it, with its flatness a lot of people you know, go people there. making pace there. Yeah. But equally I think everyone what was nice for me is that it was definitely the, that culture of it being a bit different and a bit harder. Right. Um, was was everyone's problem because it's a change of yes, course yeah, to yeah. normal. Oh, there was some celebrations and things. Yeah. And yeah, there's a it's a good place to be. Was there anyone at the end just going, yes! Yes! Well, there was a guy. Yes! There was a guy I overtook near the end. No! Who overtook me back. <laughs> yes! And then, gave, and then we exchanged a big smile. Right. That's but cool. I think I was a little bit too far back to really see the most... I saw them yeah. up the front when we got to the hairpins, you know? Yeah. That when second hairpin. Was, oh, my goodness. And I saw a guy running. He was grimacing. Yeah. So hard. And he looked... He looked... Oh, I was kind of trying to go... Oh, he's living the dream. He's doing the thing. I was thinking, no, this guy's just running really hard. And he's just near the end of his park run. It was really nice being pushed back and it was 21.03 I got that's alright uh, yeah I don't know what I'd you know I know all I know is I ran a couple I, I, I ran it about as fast as I could well, that's all you can know I ran a couple it? of good significantly under 7 left and right here that's all you can know this way alright um, we're just crossing the little canal so that we can loop the reservoir at the Woodbury Wetlands which is of course lovely another um, this is nice gravelly path for you to enjoy we haven't been here for a little while. Oh, yeah. Very nice. And uh, they're a funny lot, though. The people obsessed with getting their power run 5Ks down. Listen, I'm sure there's a subset of people who just compete at, five, at park runs. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I was going to say, that. it just gives shape to your year, doesn't yeah, it? I mean, yeah. we're, we're basically working for months towards marathons, and that yeah. suits our running style. But really, the park runs if, if your park run is your run of the week, and the other thing you're race. doing is training for that, yeah. and you do that all year round, then that's fine, isn't it? That oh, works. Of course, yeah. It's, yeah, it's just... Dear, uh, look at this. It must be quite intense, though, sort of... Oh, yeah. Having your race every week. It's a completely different rhythm, isn't it? Look, it's like being down by the sea or something. It's oh, this is great, mate. Incredible. Oh, let's retire and move here. Oh, okay. we already have. Yeah, well, we don't work that hard, do we? No. <laughs> Lest we forget. When's the last time you did a gig? It was a while ago now. It was about ten days ago. I've got a... I'm doing Wednesday at Leicester. I've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday gigs this week. So yeah, yeah. That'll be I've good. got a few gigs. No, I had um, a kind of enforced break I wasn't expecting. And went back to... I did the cutting edge at the Comedy Store, which was great, on a Tuesday. Yeah. Because it's all different stuff. Yeah. Right. And this is a while back now. I went in on the Thursday. First of one, two, three, four, five, six gigs in three days. So by the end of the three days, I was bang, whoop, on it, you know. I first went on on that Thursday after not doing my stuff for a while. So ah, oh, I feel a bit can't shaky. Really remember this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel <laughs> it a bit. Uh, feel and a bit sometimes slow. that can be really healthy. It can really keep you on your toes. But this wasn't like that at all. You can feel really so, fresh. Yeah. The audience is doing this. But I'll be honest. I don't really know what I'm doing. And, What's uh, happening? 
yeah, so that was <laughs> healthy. There's loads of films out at the moment that I'm not seeing. Loads of films that I want to see. Have you seen Chainspotting yet? The, the, the sequel? No, I haven't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Good? Yeah, it is good. Worth it? Yeah, I, I found One it. for the fans? It's really excellent. It's the perfect sequel to Chainspotting. Right. And so saying anything negative about it feels churlish because it's a brilliantly acted, brilliantly made film with a good story. But it felt a bit reductive. You know, what it is, is a Chainspotting sequel. It's the best possible Chainspotting sequel. Right. But that's all it is. So it's not a film in itself sort of thing? Not really. I mean, right. I think it explains... You could certainly watch it without watching the other one. Right. But it doesn't kind of illustrate a moment in time like the first one does. Right. And it's... It's just where they are now sort of thing. Yeah, so it, I just felt... I mean, I really think maybe this is just the mood I took in. It just felt a bit claustrophobic to me. But it's excellent filmmaking, so... Yeah, you should see it. It's great. I'll have a look. He's yeah. really interested in running that old Johnny Lee Mirror, Miller. Yeah. When I run my first... Him and Ewan McGregor uh, get their clothes off, you know. And Do they? Right. They both look... And show how fit they are. They both look a little bit fitter than their characters have any be. right to be. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in fact, they look fantastic. Well, he does ultras, old Johnny. Yeah. When I did my first... I can, I can see that. Serious, fastest marathon, he was... Give me a second, I'm thinking about Johnny Miller's upper body. Okay, right. carry on, yeah. He did He did 3.15 yeah. marathon a while, but that was quite a long time ago, so... Yeah. Just constantly running, that fella. Yeah. They age well as well, these guys. They look great. Which is nice. Well done, What then. about Begbie? Is it... What's he up to? As an actor, what's he up to? Uh, Robert Carlyle. Robert Carlyle, yeah. Well, he's moved to... Um, Canada, because right. he's got an ongoing role in one of these, you know, top-rated, ongoing American TV shows. But it's one we don't have. Right. It's. I think it's one where fairy tales are treated kind of seriously and happen in real life. You know, like right. Okay. Like that Angelina Jolie film about the Valley of Snow White. Right. It's, it's, um, it's that kind of thing, and it's an ongoing TV series, and he plays someone like Jack Frost. Okay. And he has done for years. So well, he lives in him. Vancouver. Good for him. But I think it was interesting with Chainspotting. Vancouver's meant to be gorgeous. I think he's still Scottish in his heart, you know. Right. So coming back and you and McGregor making friends with Danny Boyle. and There was a little bit of life imitating art on that, which was quite interesting, I found. And they're all great. I mean, the acting from you and Bremner in particular, because he's playing... Yeah, no, um... Spud. Right, okay. And he plays, you know, he's just quite an extreme character. So in this kind of naturalistic mode, he plays the one who's least like a real person. Yeah. But he plays him like he's a real person. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good, it's a good balancing act. The acting is excellent. It's really good because it's that acting. It's not Oscar. It's not showy, you know. You've seen clips of that. Fences, the Dental Washington film. Right. In which I'm also sure that the acting is excellent. But there's lots of opportunities for to show good shouting, acting. long speeches, yeah. Yeah. crying. I'm building fences! Yeah, that's right. Whereas all they're doing in Chainspotting is kind of being real. But that's, that's the stuff I really enjoy. So I did an acting workshop with the kids at the Globe. Are you? This one, I just did it. Right. It's really good. I mean, it's just a family holiday thing. Yeah. And, you know, for slightly older kids, and nine to 12 kids, but, but with the grown-ups very much 
expected to join in, which in, in itself is a good thing. Yeah. We just crossed the road into the second reservoir, by the way. So you did a bit of acting. Sparkly Canada geese in front of Glessel Park Church Sounds over there. really nice, yeah. We got a photo of this one last time we were here, but last time we were here, it was brass monkeys. Yeah, more birds, look. look no, at another the, gang. They're looking at you. The birds, they don't like you, do they? They're going to find you. So you did some acting? Yeah, a little bit. And the guy was really good. He was saying, just think of this as, yeah, it's an hour's family workshop, but think of this as how we would start rehearsing for a play. Right. The Shakespeare were looking at a bit of a tempest. And, uh, oh, it's absolutely great. It's inspiring. Doing a couple of fairly basic, not fairly basic, fairly simple um, drama exercises attached to like a page of text. And the right. moment, you know, just like to find things from it straight away. And it's so funny that so it used to be, as I say, that used to be my job. I loved it. And uh, there's a real flash of that old inspiration. It's not something I want to do, though. It's not something you want to do. No, it's a funny old thing. I kind of want my daughter to do it, really. Yeah. But it's sometimes that thing with parenting, is it, when... Sometimes it's more complicated to, uh, than you think to parent, you know, and getting excited about something yourself and just going, look at that, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah. necessarily impress your kids. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to want to do it. No, in fact, sometimes it means exactly it's the opposite. opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Best to tone down enthusiasm if you want to do it. Yeah. If you want them to do it. I suppose it's okay that you're in the National Youth Theatre if that's what you want to do. Yeah, a bit of negative yeah. psychology. Yeah. And my wife's brilliant at that. And she, she still does it now, but she does it more so. Uh, sophisticated ways was one of her tactics from her, their playful parent, the sort of parenting book for getting toddlers to play and do what you want them to do all in the same kind of move, you know? Right. And uh, invitation to play is so good. Well, she basically, it's so obvious to a grown-up, it works so well on the kids. She'd decide what they should play with after school. Right. And put it out on yeah. the living room floor. And they come in, particularly my son, kind of wander in. And you think, if you'd said, do you want to play with this? He'd have gone, no, thanks. Yeah. You leave it on the carpet. And they find and they come it. in and go, oh, oh, I'll play with this. And they either start playing with it or they go, do you mind if I... Right. And you say, well, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that's it. Yeah. They're into it for an hour. That's great. It's brilliant. Sleight of hand. I, yeah. Uh, but one of the things the guy in the workshop said I really liked about acting, he said, doing The Tempest is it's a difficult, more difficult one because it's late era Shakespeare. He's, right. The characters aren't cartoon characters, you know, they, they, they move in different directions. They yeah. have conflicting feelings and story arcs and stuff. Yeah. Which makes it harder to, you know, look at the characters in a second. But as an actor, in the wider scheme of things, it doesn't make any difference, you know, whether the characters are simple or complicated. As an actor, your job is to work out what they want at that moment and then tell the audience that yeah, through what yeah. you do. And that's such a great summary of what yes, acting is yeah. for. And if you ever see anyone acting and they're not doing that, they're not doing it properly. I suppose it's quite funny, that kind of good acting, bad acting thing. You just sort of know it when you see it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. You sort of know good acting when you see it. Or maybe bad, act, bad acting's easier to spot. Yeah. I don't know. And I think there's... Sometimes you see good actors doing bad acting. I think sometimes in TV, you see, particularly in kind of regular, cosy dramas, you know? Right. You see people... And I think they base their acting... Instead of basing their acting on what people do, 
they base their acting on what they've seen people in TV programs do. Right. So it's like an echo. An echo. Yeah. <laughs> acting like you're acting. And and it, in turn, I think people, the audience, are complicit in that. They see that rhythm. Think, oh yeah, this person's talking in like a way people in TV dramas do. So yes, that works yeah. for me. But you come yeah. to it fresh and think, these people aren't talking like people talk in real life at all. It's a bit more showy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I always think that about, you know, because I did that little short film for Sky. Yeah. That sort of, uh, and it's just about relationships and yeah, and couples and stuff. And I, is it when's it on? Do you know when it's on? It's actually out. Oh great! It's actually out. It's on Sky Arts at the moment. I mean, it's it's it's, it's Sky on demand on Sky Arts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's their Valentine short special. Right, of course. But it most was Valentine's Day the other day, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I didn't get you anything. Don't worry about You're it. away. I got the card. It's but me, me and you in front of the castle. Get by me, get by me. Castle. But I was... Uh, and I'm trying to develop other ideas for, like, couple of stuff for telly, hopefully, potentially. Yeah, yeah. And then you read about that catastrophe, and I've watched Catastrophe a few times. Yeah. That everyone loves. Yeah. And I, I like it. Yeah. But cu- couples aren't as witty as that. Yeah, right. They don't talk like that. You know, real... I'm interested in, like, how couples really are. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. comedy of real intimacy thing, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and they're not as witty as they are on Catastrophe, doing cutting, funny, you know, th- three, three idea structure lines all the time. Yeah, Do you that's know what right. I mean? Sort of like no, from a drama point of view, <laughs> that can push you away from realism, can't it? Yeah. And it's interesting, you come up against the, the different purposes of stand-up and TV. You know, it is... TV is not necessarily the search for truth. No, no, no. No, it's stand-up. I don't want to overblow our contribution to society. But, you know, truth... It's funny because it's true. It's it's like, you know, it's a cliché. One of those clichés that exists because it's true. Because it is true, yeah. So... I suggest we go into Clessop Park and run across it and then go round it. Okay. Do you like that? Yes. There's um, some builders here. It's could have been missing. Clonking and drill. drilling and stuff. So, in the moment when you were doing your short... Yes. How did the acting feel? It felt good because I didn't ask myself or the woman that I was acting with to do anything that felt unnatural or real. I th- there wasn't any really clever, funny lines. Yeah, sort of behavioural and reacting with each other. And so what you're saying subtle. is that your show was simultaneously better. I want to go that way. I just want these crocuses. Look, Clissel Park comes through with purple and yellow crocuses and snowdrops. That's beautiful. That is pretty gorgeous. Check it out. That's gorgeous enough to go on Instagram. That's really nice. Uh, camera's blowing about in the winter. We should, we should launch a range of running commentary postcards. <laughs> That's actually an idea. Yeah, and you, <laughs> and you run somewhere and then send us a little postcard. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you're simultaneously saying that your show was both better than Catastrophe but less funny. No, but I would say it's, it's just a bit more... I, I, it makes me realise, whenever I make something really, that I'm quite a... To coin a phrase that sounds slightly pretentious, I'm a bit of a pre-modernist. I'm yeah. not. Ir- I'm not ironic. You don't want to be meta. No, I'm not. No, yeah. it's just quite simple, observed. 
yeah. nuanced behaviour stuff. And I think this is, know, and, that, and, that, but, and that's always what I am. I can't really. Yeah. Well, I think that's, it, you know, that's so. a good challenge in this though, because we are aware. But catastrophe is more ironic, and it is—it's hilarious. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny, but I don't know how truthful it is. Yeah, and w- or whether it's trying to be kind of. Thing. Yeah, it probably. Is. I'm sure it isn't. Yeah. It's doing. It's one of the most talked about shows on telly, isn't it? But being pre- really well. pre-modern, to use your phrase, yeah, with you know some discomfort. But yeah, I think that in turn, in this day and age, is a skill, because we are aware, you know. Yeah. When people weren't self-aware and weren't postmodern, uh, in say the 60s, it wasn't because they decided not to be. It's because they hadn't considered it, which is a completely different thing. Yes. I mean, I know. I'm not saying. You're not being true to your own id, your own MO. But just the fact that you are aware of its difference to other people's puts you in a modern mode. I'm only aware of it when I see what I've done. Yeah. When I'm not when I'm making it, I'm not aware of it. I'm not thinking this is pre-modern. Yeah. I think I, I think I actually need to get a bit more aware of it. Yeah. I need to get post-modern. And if you're more pre- aware of it, you'd probably be less aware of it. I need to get mo- I need to get postmodern about my pre-modernism. You ought to be so aware of it that you've got no idea about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went through Correct the it. bubble of awareness <laughs> into absolutely no idea about anything. I, and uh, that's when you get pre I, I have I slightly... Oh, I've met Rob Delaney a couple of times. And I've Very done, funny on Twitter, isn't it? I've done a couple of things with Sharon Horgan. Right. And I, I wouldn't say... Go to wins. You know, we don't really know her, but I, I, you know, I knew her enough that when we saw each other, I was oh, hi, how are you? And uh, I met her in Edinburgh. She came to be in a play I was in. Right. And, uh, and I'd done Late and Live the night before um, with Rob Delaney. All right. And he was doing ironic misogyny. Definitely ironic. Yes. Um, but equally, slightly... Uh, higher, higher. Um, slightly uh, dangerous at Late and Live because the audience were Just enjoying it. Right. At a non-ironic level. Yes, yeah. And I thought it was irresponsible. And I said so to Sharon when she came to the uh, dressing room of the same venue, you know, 10 hours later to do this play. Yeah. And she said, oh, but I don't think... I said, that was kind of dangerously misogynist. I mean, with the irony... You know, and they didn't really express myself very well. I don't yeah. think... I don't think Rob is a misogynist. He said, well, he wasn't, but... It, anyway, the whole thing got a bit tense, and it was late that day I found out she was making catastrophe with Yes, him. yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was one of the most ill-judged celebrity well, conversations I've ever had. He's fair enough. You're allowed to say what you, th- what you think. Yeah, but I was trying to... You know, I was trying to say the right thing. Right. <laughs> and I didn't. I said the wrong thing. I just, I just, I've never been cool enough to be ironic. I think about anything. I just, it's just not how I operate. But I I wish, I kind of wish I could. Do you though? I want to be, I want to be ironic and cool. Yeah. Well, I can't be. Where's the irony? Where's the comedy? What's about to happen? We're about to do something I do quite often, (laughs) which is to run between the woman who's running the pushy mum session and looking after the babies, and the mums who are doing all the moves. It's hard to run through it without See, feeling a, like a, a statement. Pre, as a pre-modernist, yeah. for me, the common in this situation would be nicking their babies. Yeah, yeah. That's quite a sort of slapsticky move, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Hi. 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 Not as uh, slapsticky as what I was tempted to do, which is yes, well. the one pram she was pushing <laughs> back and forth to calm the baby. I wanted to kind of fall over that one. Yeah, yeah and crush it. Into Crushing it and over. Baby, yeah. No, you've taken it <laughs> to a darker place. We're going into the woods... Into the woods in Clissold Park. See, 
I used to wish there was a close old park park run. But having done a few, yeah. I'm not sure it's got the got the circuit. Where would you go? What would you do? Well they did a five K evenings. Oh they did evening, didn't they? And I did one. Yeah. And they kinda of just did a few loops. It worked okay actually. Yeah. There's a few little hills. It's like a mile round, isn't it? So you could yeah. do three times round. And then of course they stopped for a coffee at four K. Yeah. To, yeah. Dis- to discuss how it was going. A latte, soy yeah. latte. Yeah. The soy latte. Um, look at that, see? Madeline, look at his feet going through that. Careful, Paul. Careful. That's a real hazard. It's a real uh, Still mud, it's all mud. <sighs> hey, I found a new wood. What? You know where your woods, the Queenswood and Highgate wood? Yes. Yeah, you go out onto the Finchley Road. Right. To go through the Finchley Road, go through East fin- Finchley Village or whatever it's called. Yeah. Just past there. Yeah. There's another wood. You Joel. Do you know about it? What's it called? I can't remember. Okay. Muswell Hillwood, but it's way beyond Muswell Hill, so it can't right. be that. Okay. And it's got a, uh, I think there's a big cemetery just past yes. there. Yes, well, I know where the cemetery is. It's a proper yeah. wood this side of it. We went there the other day. Oh, well, that's good. We should, we're going to run there. Yeah. I'm going to you. That'll break up the long North London I was thinking we could do it today, runs. but I've lost my map. Lost That'll my break map. up the North, North London 20 miles, won't it? Absolutely. But I think we should, you know where I think we should start our North East 20? Where? Ikea. Oh, mate. Yeah. That'll be a right laugh. Yeah. We'll have some meatballs. Yeah. We'll have some dependent. Swedish meatballs. It was great to actually be without Wi-Fi in Cuba and be out of the Brexit yeah, There's yeah. a lot of Trump stuff going on because we had CNN on the telly. Right. So we watched that all so the time. So you didn't quite avoid Which the Trump quite, Which we quite enjoyed that. Yeah. Getting, get, just watching American telly all the time. Yeah. Um, a very anti-Trump telly on CNN, of course. Yeah, great. Um, and then, uh, but it was just nice to be out of that incessant news bubble, you know. Yeah, yeah. The never-ending... Blah, blah. Yeah, and it's so dangerous, blue, blue. you know, because ultimately... It's very reasonable as a human to think, ah, I'm done with it now. I don't want to think about it anymore. And that, in turn, normalises it, doesn't it? If you get to the point where you think, I'm sick of Trump on Twitter. Say you didn't think about it anymore. Meanwhile, he carries on being just as nightmarish as he was. Just with everyone being inured to it, you know. Yeah, But equally, you know, so what do you do? You act, you go on a march, it's just another march. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to do. And every day he does something, people say, oh, this must be too much. And you look back and think, well, all those other things you did weren't too much. I mean, someone was making a list of all the things, all the reasons he shouldn't get a state visit um, the other day. Yeah. And they didn't mention his attitude to women. Yeah. Like that one is so low down, it's gone off the yeah. chart. It's out of the yeah. top ten. Yeah. This from the guy, the locker room talk video guy. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. know... Yeah, well, anyway, there we go, talking about Trump. In a weird way, his ridiculousness actually works in his defence. Yes, it does, yeah. Because people are so, quite reasonably, caught up with making him look small in pictures and laughing at his hair that they don't spend quite as much time... Looking at what he's actually doing. Looking at the fact that he's presiding over the death of truth. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> it's all it's it's all CNN 
talked about. Yeah, yeah. Just every day. And the whole fake news thing is just so, it's so tangled up. It's a use of the discussion of uh, a lack of respect for facts as yeah. a way of defending the person who doesn't respect the facts against the yes. people. You know what I mean? You just... Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get so tangled up in it. You feel quite tangled up when Tony Blair comes out and says something that... That you, that that you, 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 you think, agree Yeah, with. you said it. Yeah. Tony? Yeah. Oh, I don't know how to feel. See also, today, Peter Manderson. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. It just shows Jeremy Corbyn up, ultimately. Well, that's what, because Jeremy and Blair are looking really reasonable. Well, yeah, because Corbyn's absence yeah. renders Blair and Manderson necessary. You know, he created the, the vacuum that they've stepped in to fill. But you could also argue that they created the vacuum that Corbyn stepped in to fill. Yeah, but Corbyn doesn't fill any vacuums. He's just not doing anything, so he fills in the vacuum of the let's not doing anything let's not left wing purist. Yeah, that's right. I wait till later before I say anything about anything. <laughs> yeah. see, you know, you can come at him from any political direction <laughs> and he'll still... He'll manage to size that relevance, won't he? Yeah, that's right. I will not be relevant. Not today. <laughs> I will see you in my allotment. <laughs> there's a strange... There's a strange commonality between Corbyn and Trump. Yes, neither of them seem to be quite in the world. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Jumps a thing that came back to me it sounded like something Corbyn Mark said was when the Supreme Court uh, Donald Trump didn't like what the Supreme Court said, so he said, "I'll see you in court." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously you will, because we are court. <laughs> Let's cross. The Let's not cross. Don't cross. Cross. Don't cross. Tricked you. Got you. So that was Christmas Park. We've done all the parks. Very nice. What's your conclusion? Spring is coming, isn't it? Spring is coming. That's shaking me out of my... Careful. Watch out. Careful. Shake me out of my uh, jet lag in a nice, relaxed way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to go home and do all my exercises, including I might match what I did last week. Mm-hmm. The three and a half minute plank. That's great, mate. It's a new record. That's a long time to plank, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I've lost my planking, actually. I've got to start it again. Well, it, I lost it soon goes. I did three and a half minutes the other day, but when I'd gone at it really hard a couple of days later, I didn't get much over one. Right. But once I've done three and a half, I know I can do it, right? So I've got to go back and do it again. 30 second increments is huge, but it's also doable. Yes, yeah. I think if I could plank five minutes before London, I'd like that. I but think you'd probably feel the difference as well yeah, in the race. I think if I know. did it just before London, it'd probably tie me out for the race. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting that. The next six or seven weeks is where you earn your taper, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Can we earn the taper? That's right. Oh, someone said they tried my potato recipe and it went well. <laughs> I didn't please so that. That's been a bit of a call for a recipe of the week section. Well, i tell you what, do you but know I what? <laughs> you just made me think of this, tapering. Yeah. What's well, really the best, my favourite healthy trainee meal at the moment, right? Mm. Brown rice. 
Right. I mean, take your brown rice. Yeah. You don't need too much. It gets big, you know? Yeah. So you don't need more than 100 grams a person. Probably half of that. So how much is that in terms of a cup? That's probably, for two people, a non-heaped mug. Okay. Yeah? So you've got your non-heaped mug of brown rice. Yeah, chuck it in a sieve, give it rinse in cold water. Yeah. Put it, cover it to boil. Like boil it. a kettle. Yeah. If the water all boils away, mm-hmm. get it simmering. You don't need to overboil it. Right. If it boils away, just top it up from the kettle and it'll just keep drinking the water. Yeah. Oh, and a bit of salt on there when you first put it in. Just a little bit of salt. Yeah, and if you oversalt, I Seasoned. mean, for health you don't want too much, but if it's a bit salty, you'll lose that in the rinse later, right? Right. You boil it for ages, so you do that first. Yeah. And then you can do everything else. Right. And, uh... And then uh, at the end, when it's soft enough, nice and nutty, yeah. you drain it off and then you rinse it with the boiled water from the kettle. Yeah. God, I love that. So that with the tam- tamari soy sauce, yeah. lighter than your classic soy sauce. Right. Not so wheaty, not so salty. With some uh, creamy avocado. Like it. Oh, I'm so hungry. Very nice. Steam Very some nice. broccoli. Yeah. Maybe toss that in some... Sliced up garlic and olive oil. Oh, mate. Hello. Hello. That's a meal, isn't it? Yeah, you could do it. If you do that with spinach as well. So you've got You're this whole kind of array yeah. of green veg. But with avocado so that there's some uh, Bit of leguminous moisture. proteins there. Yeah. You could even stir some some of that cooked quinoa you can get in Tesco. Just stir that into the rice to beat it In the up. ready-made sort of pack things. It's nutty. It really works. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. And then... Uh, that's it, and then you what you want is a red drink with that, and you're away. Right, what, some beetroot juice? Beetroot and lemon, or, or a nice mellow. Nice mellow. <laughs> One glass is good for you. Yeah. yeah. That's about as healthy a meal as you can get. So that's your starter. Then you bring on the chicken for... Yeah, yeah. you got ro- your rotisserie going. Then yeah. you eat your roast chicken with your hand, <laughs> like Henry VIII. <laughs> that's, gr- that's lovely, man. I'm telling you, that's my that's my number one at the moment. I could have that every day with the beetroot. It's so healthy, isn't it? It's so healthy. I really brown rice is the one. Brown rice and spinach—they're the two foods that, when I was, if you came to me when I was in my mid twenties and said brown rice and spinach, I'd have gone, "What? I suppose are we in prison?" And now I go, "Num num num num." It's great getting older, isn't it? Yeah, getting healthier. But when you think that that's what I'm eating. You have to consider that I'm eating quite a lot of it, so being able to trouble keeping my weight down. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just you naturally lose weight slower as you get older. Yeah, and also, I think, like, Haruki Murakami, and I really didn't realise it until he said it, I find it easy to put weight on. Yeah. I'm not just greedy, it's just my metabolism, you know. It goes on. Whereas this doesn't go on because we're about to get home. This was lovely. Yeah, it was really good. Little room, mate. Sunshine. Here we are coming home. Look, there we go. Oh no, look, selfie it. Feeling. Hello. Feeling better. Yeah. When we started. As you always do. Yeah, I thought you buttoned your. Run. You buttoned your high. Buttoned your. Uh, I was um, jet lag down quite well there. Woo. And we went. We Pretty went, slow, I'd imagine. Yeah. Ten minute miles. Ten minute miles, yeah. And we went just over seven. That's all right. Yeah. It's nice to get over an hour on your feet, isn't it? Yeah. Someone was asking again about our routes the other day. Yeah. Um, if you ever want to find out exactly where we've been, just come on Facebook and Twitter and ask and I'll make it clear. We're not going to sort of app oh. it up or anything because, A, as you know, we don't really do that. But also, we'd kind of rather guide you towards these places and let you find them for yourselves. Or just join us on Strava. 
Yeah, well, you won't be able to do that. <laughs> you can strive for we that. We resist. How long <laughs> do we resist? It's too long. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so keep in touch. Um, if you are in Birmingham, I'll see you at the park run, unless I don't. Um, um, we're going to go for a long run soon, so we'll do that. Oh, bath half. The bath half. The bath half is coming We're really up. up for that. Sponsor the Comedia Bath We're really team. Up that's, for a, that. that's a big deal. That's all the comedians are on the night. And if you're anywhere near, come to the gig. Come to the gig before. It's March 11th is the gig, and then March bath half and yeah. March 12th. It's for Parkinson's UK we'll and uh, and uh, Dorothy House Hospice, which is a is a great brace of charities. And uh, Al Barry and Barry Castagnola. We should try and interview them as well. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but get in touch. Run Compod on Twitter. Run and commentary on Facebook. Um, Instagram, that's where you can find the postcards. <laughs> in, currently in development. Yeah, yeah. Something to look forward to. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.